0: Live from Las Vegas, Sports Talk, Hot Takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers.
3: Never have I needed a long weekend more than this time right now. Breach. Right? Have we gone like two weeks straight? Did we go all five days last week?
1: Yes, we did. We oh did it God. again. Oh my gosh, I
3: mean. We're having to do our jobs. What? What is happening? Uh, I tell you what, the sports and other things and conversations around that are certainly happening here. We appreciate you choosing to spend some of your time with us. We have the playmakers, Lindsey Brown and
4: Dominic Lavoie. Good. All right. With
3: plenty of energy. (laughs) Adrian
1: Hernandez on this
3: Friday. See, we got stashes everywhere. And like
1: we learned last hour, not a four-day weekend.
3: No. 3 Correct. day weekend. And then even when I was joking in the first hour about Dominic bringing the like the Gen Z preparation which is absolutely nothing. Um no phone charger, no barely laptop. Guess whose phone died? And guess who conveniently has a charger and anything you might possibly need in case something goes wrong? Miss Brown. Elbezol. <laughs> T- I'm also
1: you you asked me for a charger and I'm like, you know, I'm Android life, but then I yeah. immediately went no let him suffer yeah
3: well, I, I was willing to world. suffer but yeah well then once you start getting self deprecating about the suffering then it's like how about you just plug your phone in buddy this is where we're just learning our lesson but we're moving on up you were <laughs> you're contributing stats you're bringing information i'm yeah. and I even asking for i'm just gonna wait for the phone to charge up so you could tell me that song that you found but in the meantime <laughs> we have our friday funhouse mirror segment for you all it's time to enter the chamber of chaos i to come up with a better intro for this bit.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll work on it gotta, with our, with our fancy move voice guy. we it up,
3: right? All right, so what, I usually have two separate sheets for each of you.
1: The double clipboard.
3: Today, we are going to try something new. Here we go. Remember, I'm just asking them random questions, just trying to get them to spew out God knows whatever. I mean, you brought genocide <laughs> to the party yesterday, so Dominic, maybe we're in a little bit more of a positive mindset today, but um, I'm going to ask you guys both the same questions.
1: Ooh. Alright, interesting. I like this. Is the clipboard still involved though? Because the Belichick- Yes!
3: I'll even bring up the second one because you know what? Did I bring backup questions in case these ones didn't work out? You bet you damn right that I did. Belichick Brown. Let's (laughs) get it. People think this just happens. Oh no. So much anxiety. So much stress. And I had two interviews to prep for today so that's why I only got one. But anyways, I digress. First one to compliment me gets to go first!
1: Jesus, Dom, you ever gonna, oh, you ever yeah. gonna win this? I always, I always overthink. Lindsay, your questions
4: to Britt Baker were phenomenal. Thank you.
3: He didn't even say
4: anything. I don't think I've won since like the first time we've done this. No. I just started overthinking, got my own head. I'm
3: just happy you, you uh, gave me a compliment to my to my brain instead of just the shirt I'm wearing today. Yeah. So at least there's that. We're making progress in different forms for everyone. <laughs> you didn't say anything. You just stood there. You, both of you were just like, mm, I, I got go the laundry list. That one doesn't apply. That one doesn't count. He did two
1: questions yesterday. I wanted him to win again and then
3: there we go. You know what? He's exhausted. <laughs> the, create, the creative juices are completely. Oh, He's been dehydrated I'm of his imagination. Doing... Did you hear me him introduce himself? Dominic, blah, blah,
1: Yeah, Dom, listen. Dominic,
3: it's not your turn. <laughs> Adrian, it's time to slow dance. What song is playing?
1: Oh, man, something from Boys to Men.
3: Okay.
4: Um, I would probably say. Something by Celine Dion.
3: BS, come on.
4: I don't know. I don't slow dance either. You
3: said you you didn't dance at Dua Lipa, but you're going to slow dance to Celine Dion. It's going to be like Little Yachty or Travis Scott. Ah, Wherever you are in the corner, watching other people do things, that's that's where Dominic is. Proud. I'm ugly and I'm proud. Quote. You know where that's from? Oh,
4: that's SpongeBob.
3: Thank God. (laughs) At least (laughs) we have some sort of semblance of an education. (laughs) Dominic, what is breakfast to you?
4: Um, a meal that you can have at any time of the day. All right.
1: Adrian? Usually, usually water, vitamin C pill, and a banana. Unfortunately, if I'm lucky, if I'm going banana. crazy, get
3: that potassium in there. You damn right, my boy. The Important. bananas are a superfood. I'm telling you. Helps
1: with the muscles, no cramps. You Certainly, know what I'm saying? Potassium. absolutely.
3: Adrian, one piece of gum all day, or bumming from strangers unlimited.
1: Bumming from strangers, chewing on really? one piece of gum hurts your jaw over time. For some reason, I feel like if you get a new one.
3: It's not so much about the chewing, it's about where you get in your pieces. Like, you don't, you can't buy gum. You can either have your one piece or you can ask as many strangers as you want to share.
1: I like to experience new gum, so I'll ask. Okay. One piece for me.
4: One piece. You have done it social-ness. many a times. You've
3: done it. Do you like take it out for a little bit and like let the flavor re-enter? Or do you just oh no, chew it the I've whole chewed
4: time? gum like from before school started to until like fifth period in high school before, like wow. every day.
3: Life update: Do you remember uh, like a couple months ago where I said I kept falling asleep with gum in my hair? Yes. Eradicated that problem. Let's go, chaos. A couple <laughs> times it'd be in my hair, or, like I'll wake up and it's like half disintegrated in my mouth. I'm like, I'm lucky to be alive right now. <laughs> Dominic, unit in gym class you hated most?
4: Pilometrics.
3: All right, so you are not the person to go for for flexibility.
1: Nope. Adrian? We didn't, we really just played basketball in gym. Shout out to Mr. Offmuth.
3: Really? Yeah, you guys Mr. Didn't have, a. like You guys didn't have to do the run the mile? You guys didn't have to touch your toes in the little wood box thing?
1: I really hope dodge no Dodgeball unit? N- no, and I really hope no one sends this to Mr. A, but he was a younger dude uh-huh. who talked to us about how good he was when he played for our school.
3: <laughs> I and so see. he always wanted to that show us. T- I see. And we not complaining. Speaking of glory stories. <laughs> Let's relive it. Sorry, Mr. A.
1: It's
3: okay. Um who I went to you first yeah. last makes sense. Dominic, place not in the United States that you'd like to live.
4: Um I would say London.
3: London, you say. London. London <laughs> Chaos. What about you, Adrian? Mm,
1: mm, stealing my bits. Interesting. <laughs> um uh, my where my niece is from, which is Tanzania, Africa.
3: That's badass. Yep. I have a teammate that lived there for a little bit. Believe it or not.
1: Yeah, my sister was fortunate to live there for a little bit, which is how my niece was created. Oh,
3: um And just what you an know, origin story that is. Facts.
1: Um, you know, Tanzania—that's where Lion King. They they based it off of, for for some of y'all. But yeah, no, Circle I'd
3: love. That.
1: Yeah, it would be Tanzania for sure.
3: No slow dancing to Elton though. Celine Dion only for you. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Adrian, who slow dances to Celine Dion? <laughs> It's like a ballad. You have to scream it from the rooftops.
1: Slow dances was a moment.
3: Adrian, wisdom, strength, or charm? Charm. Charmed.
1: I've left my way into plenty of
4: bits. Dominic! I would say wisdom.
3: Alright, Solomon. Chaos. Dominic! Your favorite Weasley.
4: What's that? <laughs>
3: Chaos. 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 Why? HOW DO YOU NOT KNOW THE WAY, PLEASE?! WHAT?! YOU'RE GONNA LIVE IN LONDON! IF YOU WALK OVER THERE AND YOU DON'T KNOW WHAT HARRY FREAKING POTTER IS, YOU'RE- YOU'RE you're GONNA GET DEPORTED. JUST SAYING. OH, THAT'S FROM
4: HARRY POTTER?
3: HOLY BALLS, LET'S- (laughs) MY GOD. Chaos. Chaos. PUSH YOU RIGHT OFF THE PLATFORM, NINE AND THREE QUARTERS. MY GOD adrian
1: ron weasley
3: uh, okay a very have, you good re- friend. have you read them
1: no absolutely not
3: get cultured you guys okay <laughs> is this a two americas thing
1: no no I no think, i clowned I my it sister was. it was just the adrian watches sports center and got doesn't it. read books
3: got it <laughs> chaos this question's gonna go right over your head <laughs> even though it's written for you um adrian or no i'll, I'll ask it to you because it is written for you <laughs> dominic bigger travesty Saving Private Ryan losing best picture to Shakespeare in Love at the 1999 Oscars or Marshan's shift change timing in the second period of Game 7 in the 2019 Stanley Cup Final in Boston in which they lost.
4: I would probably say Saving Private Ryan because I've seen that movie. Have you seen Shakespeare in Love? I haven't seen that, but... I so you gotta like, hear
3: both sides of the story before you make a ruling. I feel
4: like Martian's like, whole little thing in Game 7 and how that whole played the out.
3: First change of all time.
4: It was pretty funny. I mean, I'll say that oh, objectively. I and it provided one of the best pictures in hockey history after they lost. Actively clapped.
3: Actively clapped.
4: So, I- I'll say, You'll say Ryan, Okay. Fair big enough. Big World War II guy.
3: Hell yeah. That movie's so good. I love World War II stuff. I'll let you skip that one.
1: No, no, no. What do you mean? Shout out to Ryan what? O'Reilly. He won the Smith Trophy in 2019. The, the Smith, Smith Trophy. <laughs> Yo, the Blues, yeah. those fans have been waiting a very long How time. How many
3: years was it?
1: A very long time.
3: Would it be 50? Was I they... think so. was
1: it Was it more? I believe was it, it was 54? the last
3: time that they won a Stanley Cup. They faced the Boston Bruins in the final, too. What, is Siri talking to you? You don't even have Siri. <laughs> Telling some lies over there. Chaos. Adrian. Question. Mean girl, you'd definitely at least get a B in a group project with.
1: Oh, they be smart? The mean girls be intelligent? No. Um, girls <laughs> What a- I'm going to
3: quit this job. No, no,
1: please don't what do that.
3: What are we going to do? No wonder our country's going down the toilet. You guys haven't even gotten through the, like, this Give me is-. a chance to answer.
1: Regina. I'd be with Regina. I don't care what we'd get. Uh, we That's a lot about you. <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? you want to work on this project? I got Capri Suns. <laughs> Some Legos.
3: <sighs> Dominic, something you like that you feel no one else does.
4: I feel like that's pretty easy,
1: NASCAR.
3: Okay. Adrian?
1: 1140, the bet. Las Vegas loves NASCAR. Um, for <laughs> me...
3: <laughs> I thought you were saying our station. I'm like, that's not yeah, very I nice. was
1: like, what? <laughs> no, we love NASCAR. We really do. We're the home of it. I
3: thought nobody liked us.
1: Oh man, that may be true, but you know, we're making friends. Um for me, the thing I love the most that people don't really don't really enjoy or don't like?
3: Something you like you feel no one else does. I'll go with esports. Esports.
1: Although Dominic you know, last week came out popping.
3: Both of these are highly <laughs> profitable entities that no one likes. Adrian, an everyday occurrence that still amazes you.
1: Living in Las Vegas and seeing the mountains.
3: Yep those damn rocks i'm a midwest kid sometimes i feel like i'm gonna crash like for the first couple months i was here i'm just like i'm not even paying attention to the road i'm just looking at the rocks dominic you probably don't really notice them as much as we do
4: i see them but they I would don't probably, mean as much to you i would probably say um seeing racist people on twitter
3: <laughs> that's probably fair racist eggs
1: <laughs> facts only <laughs>
3: They're full people, if you ask the right crowd. Song that you know the most words to. Dominic.
4: How Do You Want It by Tupac.
3: Okay. Adrian.
4: Jay-Z's catalog.
3: Jay-Z's catalog.
4: (laughs) Oh, wow. Entire bit. His whole discography. Let me
3: recite from the top.
4: 99
3: problems problems, but a bitch ain't one these are facts indeed maybe i'll have you work on your accent by reading those lyrics because you'll be able to kind of like manipulate your voice because you'll know those words and consonants that's very true yeah i just solved the education how many
4: problems do you have 99 i don't know
3: if you still have the credentials to bring your accent because you don't even know who the weasleys are not love you saw
4: that that was spicy
3: Get it for I get it from Hermione. Um, Adrian, your most important possession with you when you were seven years old.
1: This this is the one. So we're going seven years old. Which takes us back to
3: when you were seven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, you know what at that era it might have been my Hercules yes. Disney on ice sword that I bought at the show. Mm. Trying to remember Stated
3: Spirits, you and I. It's like
1: ninety nine. I would say 000. my um, Rajon Rondo
4: Boston Celtics jersey.
3: I support both of these answers. That was the good times with the Rondo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, when you were seven years old. Yeah, okay, that was. Oh nine. I'm sorry. I was like right <laughs> yeah. now.
3: Oh my literally god. Literally just got through the the car seat era. Yeah. That was actually before they were probably making the kids sit in the car seats through age seven. That's wild. <laughs> Dominic, you're playing outside as a kid. What are you up to?
4: Um, roller skating and playing hockey.
3: Adrian? Basketball. Get those shots up, man. Adrian, the last place you threw up.
1: My sink.
3: Proud of you. In the bathroom. Proud of you. Dominic?
1: My sink in my bathroom as well.
3: You guys know that there are ulterior options, or ulterior. Is it ulterior or anterior? Anterior is back leg. Ulterior is other option, I think. Why the sink? Was the, it a bridesmaid situation where you had uh, somebody says, it's coming out of me uh, like lava on the toilet, and the next year you, you got a sink's your only option.
4: I just feel weird, like hunched over a toilet. I don't know. Yeah, I think it makes that, you uncomfortable. What?
1: The sink, sink over toilet when it comes to throw up. What? I'd rather like clean okay. the chunks out than like be over
4: the toilet.
3: Wait, what? I you, know got, it's probably- you got the cold ground though down there.
1: Yeah, but then if the toilet's not necessarily as clean as it is after you clean it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's some residue of things and also it may smell, possibly. It's easier to flush it, though. Your first
3: puking goes into a garbage can because then you can throw it out. And at that point, while you have those 20 minutes where you feel fine before it all comes back up and you got to throw up again, that's when you take care of all the pee spots and all that other stuff. So the toilet actually is good put chunks in those sinks
1: you're true that's true it's
3: okay we'll get there someday i feel like i'm raising people right now raising them up takes a village dominic you're sitting in a car with four friends you're not driving though where do you sit
4: um the back seat right behind the driver's seat
3: got it back seat driver
1: big boy always gets shotgun
3: that's true do you like you don't get car sick at all do you no oh that's good my friend, Mar gets carsick lot, so actually sitting in the front helps somehow. I don't know. Oh, look, another Harry Potter question I can't get to. <laughs> the hills are alive with the sound of... Of joy. Okay. Of... Music. That was the obvious answer, but I'm glad that you won't. I, I got joy that is reference, good. sort of. That's good. Who's saying that?
4: I don't remember. My but God. I, re- I remember listening to Good it thing in I elementary didn't do any more school. Sound
3: of music. I was literally going to write a Julie Andrews question.
1: Who? Oh.
3: <laughs> Take my glasses off.
1: Julie Andrews. I know Mark Andrews, tight end. <laughs> I know David
4: Last
3: Andrews. Last one. High topper booth.
1: Um, booth. Booth. I'm with the booth
4: too.
3: You're with the booth. Why?
1: the booth is, is a little bit more comfortable for me that's true uh, my butt needs to be comfortable at all times it
4: makes me feel cozy and it gives me like a really good look at like the door because i have to look at the door and like the exit when i'm sitting down in a hyper
3: Hypervigilance, very much a theme this week in the chamber of chaos and other places what an absolute delight this was gentlemen thank you so much for participating
1: thank you Now, thank you
3: lens I even have some left over, and we'll just have to save those, and I'm just going to have no Harry Potter. (laughs) There goes 30% of my personality. (laughs) Julie Andrews. (sighs) Julie Andrews. There's another 25% gone. Can't ask about that. Mean girls. All right. So we basically are a blob. (laughs) Good thing we got Miles Ehrlich to talk some WNBA and some spirit back into the Playmakers. On the other side of the break, 1140 for the bet.
0: Adrian Hernandez, and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
1: We love it when we make friends around here on The Playmakers. And I think after someone joins us for a second time that we can do that. And to be honest, we need to do that because the WNBA season is underway and our aces are kicking ass. So I'm happy to say joining us now is Miles Ehrlich, who covers the WNBA and on the beat for the New York Liberty, for W Insider, and for Queen Ballers. All Insider Calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com
3: we're definitely going to have to get uh, a special sticker for our returning guests. If SNL has the jackets for five-time uh, hosts, then we can certainly work something into our budget. But before we get into the greatness that is the Las Vegas Aces, Miles, let's talk a little bit about your New York Liberty because they're supposed to be rebuilding and not just like rebuilding because I feel like when you draft Sabrina Ionescu, that's kind of where the starting point is. But they're not technically mature either. We know the heights that the business side and, and ownership envisions for this club in the league. How much of, the, of their lack of success is impacting the footprint at large in terms of what it could be?
5: It's, it's really interesting to take a step back and, and look at this team because going into last season, the expectations weren't that high because they'd won just two games in the bubble the year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they backed into the playoffs but actually had the same record as two other teams, the Mystics and the Sparks, that both missed the postseason. So it was just a tiebreaker scenario. But with that happening, they came into the season with a lot more expectations. And a reason why things haven't quite worked is just because they've been really, really injured. Um, they are missing D.D. Richards, who was supposed to be their backup point guard, has played a total of four minutes. Laney already missed a few games, and she's about to miss two more this weekend. Kylie Shook was the backup and actually played a lot of their, their five position last year. She's out for the season. Jocelyn Willoughby came back. She's out for six weeks after tearing... I forget she tore a quad, I think. Oh. So everything, yeah. And then they had some illnesses um, go on. And at one point they were supposed to play a preseason game against the Mystics mm. and they couldn't. Uh, and there were back and forth, like some reporting here and there about uh, if the Mystics didn't have enough people because they've dealt with some injuries on their own, they had some returning players, if the Liberty did. Uh, so I asked coach Bondello about that after a day or two, after that scrimmage where it, that, where they didn't play the games, they just played the scrimmage against their practice players. And Brondello told me that they only had five players total. Jeez. So it's been rough. It's been rough. And then I think there was some fooled gold in them coming out and beating Connecticut on opening night because I knew and I had reported that they barely had any healthy bodies and they had to bring in a hardship contract for that day. Um, but it's catching up to them because from there, they played four games in seven nights and lost all four of those. And there's just, No real time for them to practice at that point. Uh, They were still waiting for Beck Allen to come over. She's here now. Steph Dolson got here, I think, the day before training camp. She might have had one practice with the team. So they really haven't had time to build that chemistry. There have been some bright spots. Han Shu is back and looks really good. Natasha Howard had a really rough shooting night, a 1-for-15 game uh, in an overtime loss. But last game against Minnesota was phenomenal, had 23 points um sabrina's been up and down a bit um but when she's when she's up she's scoring in the mid-20s she's passing the ball really well but yeah that's been the problem the problem is consistency and part of that i think is due to the lack of reps uh and it's now even when they have had some practice before they got on this road trip they just haven't had the healthy bodies to really build that chemistry together
3: And we know how easy it is to build chemistry when you're losing so much, too. How is morale around the squad? Because it's one thing to play poorly, but it's another thing to have bad luck, especially on the injury front. You almost start expecting the worst, so it's really hard for you to be at your best. And negativity like that can seep into the box score, too, especially in the turnover department.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, They're last in the league in turnovers, which is where they were last year, too. And part of that is not having that de facto point guard. Sabrina Ionescu is much more comfortable playing at the two than she is at the one. She did in college, she played at the two because Minion Moore was next to her in the backcourt uh, because they like to, Sandy likes to, Coach Findella likes to put her into screen actions so that she could try to get open and try and try not to bring the ball up all the time so that she can get some easier looks with the defense already moving. And that's just been really difficult to do so far. So it's players like Laney or Sammy Woodcomb that have been bringing the ball up so much. Um, so I think that there is some potential there they did bounce back a bit. They lost to Minnesota, but it was a close game. The, the morale games that are tough are the are the big losses. They've had two major losses this season, one to sh- the Chicago Sky, which you can expect because that was just a game where in the first quarter you could see that their shots weren't falling and that, that affected them mentally. And the mental toughness is something with, when you have a new coaching staff mm-hmm. and, a, and a still a relatively young team. That's something that sometimes takes a while. Um, but then the second major loss was to the Connecticut Sun, who they beat on opening night. And then Connecticut came back healthy and forced 32 turnovers, which <sighs> is the second most ever in WNBA history. And it was the Liberties franchise record. Um, oh. So those are, the, those are the games that take a lot of intersection afterwards. Um, but then, yeah, they, they had a week off finally. And then they started a road trip. And the other night, even though they lost to the Lynx, they set a season low with only 13 turnovers. They had, a, they had four in the first half, and they overcame a big deficit early on. They were down 13 in the first quarter, and they actually had the lead for most of the game. Um, but they had just those four turnovers in the first half, and then nine more after the break, and that's what kind of did them in at the end.
1: Well, look at Miles. We're, we're kind of the opposite in terms of our, our Lady Aces, our Las Vegas Aces here, because they're dominating. Lady Aces.
3: We're the only
1: ones. <laughs> yeah, um, they're 7-1 they're dominating this season uh, from an outside perspective. Cause here we're watching the games. Uh, we're very excited. We see the power rankings and damn near every media outlet has us at number one, uh, kind of from an outside perspective. How do you feel so far in these first eight games that the aces have done?
5: Well, the thing about Vegas is their offense is not just good, but it's just so, so efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, according to synergy, where I grab a lot of stats from all the time among players with at least 50 possessions, the Aces have three of the top seven players in points per possession. Jackie Young is at two, the Erica Hamby is at five and Asia Wilson's at seven. So the the two players that I think are really making them run that, that everyone in the league has kind of been put on notice is Asia, former MVP, but she's doing it on both ends of the floor. She's shooting over 54% on offense while she's limiting opponents to just 38% on defense. She gets the line tied with the fourth most makes in the league She's second in blocks behind McGregor. Um And if not for how hot Jackie Young has started this season, which has been incredible to watch because she obviously has, has had a journey to get to this point um, and really seemed to find herself playing overseas uh, in Australia this past offseason. But if not for how Jackie was playing, I would say that Asia would be my front runner for MVP at this point. Two MVP contenders.
3: Uh, I swear every week that's gone by so far in this season, the Western Conference Player of the Week has come from this roster. And so uh, it, it's still so early, though. I mean, we, we we're we watching the hockey playoffs as, as they kind of unfold, and the President's Trophy doesn't mean jack squat. And so it, regular season doesn't really mean much either. But what team do you believe is best equipped to challenge or disrupt the Aces based on our still limited
5: sample size in this early season? Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that could potentially harm the Aces would be poor injury luck at a bad time because they don't have much depth. Mm-mm. I think that going into the off season, and I think we talked about this last time I was on, they were no team was better positioned because they had their core all together uh, and all under contract for the year. But then they didn't have a GM for a majority of the off season, so they did not go and, and fill in the bench with with those ancillary pieces that most contenders are going to need so the starters are playing a lot of minutes so that's my fear for the aces is an injury Mm. and i just don't think they'll be as well equipped to handle it as a team like the chicago sky might because once they're back at full strength they're still waiting on julie aleman to come in from overseas to be their backup point guard which is just ridiculous to think about um connecticut now that their entire team is back together they were kind of clicking on all cylinders and could really uh make the aces play their style uh though they just lost jasmine thomas who's their point guard and their leader she's been a captain on that team for years they've got to figure out what they're going to do there natisha heideman's been starting for them um but it's such a great burst of energy off the bench they're going to have to find a way to to readjust their depth and that's the kind of fear that i have for a team like the aces um seattle will always be a threat because they've got brianna stewart who's one of the top three players in the world right Mm -hmm. i would say Dewey, JJ, and Asia are my top three players in the world. So I think that those are the teams that could click and and really push them. But that's not really – I mean, Washington's been a a nice surprise, and it's just hard to pick them until EDD is going on road trips and what that's going to mean going forward. So they're trying to manage reps, and they're finding ways to win now. But I, I still need to see a little bit more of them being healthy, although they've been winning with players in and out of the lineup a lot.
3: And I'm interested to see as we kind of move out of this this COVID era, because I, I think when we look back on it, these last couple of years, athletes at every level have had to train with a ton of disruption to their natural rhythm of playing and healing. And and I think that's we're seeing a lot of these injuries, especially in the NBA and and clearly with the WNBA as well, uh, uh, about what this impact has on, on player health. And we know that access to resources and therefore body management is a completely different conversation for the NBA. Uh, But that's my line of thinking to kind of explain the uptick in soft tissue injuries that we're seeing across the sports. What say you?
5: Yeah, I agree. Um, And I think that an important point to make on that front too, is that lots of these players are also playing overseas in the off season. So there's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it's not what necessarily might happen in the NBA where it's just, they haven't had the correct amount of ramp up time it's the opposite where they've been so over leveraged they're they're pushing their bodies wear so and tear but they haven't had the time to yeah they haven't had the time to take a break and they're also and i know that this is a point that gets talked about all the time but they're also flying commercially so yep. that's that's going to be a risk when you're still talking about covid right because rates are are back up with the new variant and we've seen some players in health and safety protocols and we know from last year that a majority of the league is I think it was all but one player were vaccinated last year and I don't know if the draft class changes that um but it's it's something to keep an eye on because we've already had I know Tosh Cloud was out Brianna Stewart was out there have been a whole bunch of players I think mm-hmm. Seattle's got someone else out tonight uh, Steph Talbot's going through health and safety protocols um and that's so it's not just the, the on-court injuries, which I think, yeah, can be affected by either over-leveraging your bodies or just by not having the the amount of time between games. And with, with these travel schedules where they're cramped into, I know they're getting economy plus, but most of these players are, I'm 6'2", and I that's not really doing much for me. So I can't imagine someone like Liz Cambage sitting on one of those flights for a cross-country trip.
3: Yeah, planes are uh, built there's for a lot people. that goes
5: into it. Yeah, yeah
1: that's true. No, 100%. And one thing I do want to ask you, there's a lot of news that came out of the WNBA this week, um, and the, I guess, surprising dismissal of uh, the head coach of the Indiana Fever, Marianne Stanley, uh, and kind of your take on that.
5: Uh, well, personally, I think that what comes as a, a surprise to me is that she was able to even start the season. I think that uh, Mary Ann Stanley has been a W coach for a long time, She's a college coach for a long time, too. Um, but what they were trying to do with this draft class is they were trying to bring a whole bunch of rookies in kind of like the Liberty did in 2020 and just have them kind of use this season as a redshirt year, basically, so they could get a feel for the W and they won a couple of games early, which was great, but a lot of the minutes were not going to these rookies. So I think that that's why Lynn Dunn, who is the new GM that was brought in late in the off season or during the off season. I think that might be why she made the move, because she wants to see what they have in in Henny and Queen Egbo and just all the rookies that they've drafted. The timing is weird. In-season firings are very rare, especially in the W. Um, But I I think the reason that might have happened was Lynn Dunn might not have wanted to fire Marianne Stanley until, you know, they tried to work together. Mm. So I think that's why we might have seen it now
3: creative differences we'll just put, chalk it up to those things but there's been a lot of turnover in, in, in coaching especially in the professional women's sports it's not just the WNBA it's the NWSL and I'm kind of I'm chewing on some hypotheses that I'm not quite ready to take forward but when I am we're absolutely going to bring you in on in that conversation but instead what's the current situation with Brittany Griner she's been illegally detained in Russia for nearly 100 days I believe her partner was making the rounds on the national news circuits this week where are we at what needs to be done and because we know just how big of a shadow this casts over everything. And ultimately, the most important thing, the health and safety of one Brittany Griner.
5: Yeah, it's, it's such a sad, sad situation. And I think that it's one thing if we're, I read an article today by Meredith Cash with Insider. And there was, there was a really important thing about how when we're trying to contextualize this, we're trying to understand it based on, Our experience as Americans and and everything about the rule and the court of law and innocent until proven guilty. Mm -hmm. When in fact in Russia it's the opposite. Right, there's a 99% conviction rate. So basically, if someone arrests you, there's no there's there's no way for you to really defend yourself. the The big shift was at the very beginning. The league, both Adam Silver from the NBA and Kathy Engelbert from the WNBA had an internal strategy to discuss. They, they discussed with the Biden administration to try to quietly negotiate the release and to just push more privately. And that was something that I'd heard at the time. Don't blow up social media about it because the more important BG is looking to on social media, mm-hmm. the more value perceived value she would have. But then that changed about a month ago, I think early in May, where the, the she was officially designated as wrongfully detained right so that was they they tried to bring her back and now they're talking about a potential prisoner exchange um i don't know how a lot of that works i don't know a lot of the in and outs legally or how that differs when you're talking about different countries um but it is a priority from what everyone is saying to try to get her back but yeah we're i think tomorrow might be 100 days and that's just It's it's so sad and i just hope for her physical and mental health
1: and that she's home safe soon. No, 100%. Um, I agree with the sentiments. And uh, to close this out, I want to go back to the Aces. And and one of the news stories that popped up this week is that Chelsea Gray got a contract extension. She'll be here uh, for the Aces for another two years. And, you know, thankfully, with what I'm looking at, you know, she was Supermax eligible. Uh, The Aces didn't need to, they didn't give her that. So it saves us some money. Um, How big of a deal is to have Chelsea Gray on this roster for the future?
5: it's huge it's huge um they also agreed to extensions earlier with asia wilson which was a big move mm-hmm. um so she's under contract next year and then will be eligible for the super max after that and they've got jackie young back under contract so they're going to have a couple of decisions to make when when hamby and plum come due but getting chelsea gray who's in my opinion the second best point guard in the league under contract for the next few years at less than the super max or at less than a max salary is huge. She's making 10,000 less next year and in the year after than she is this season. So that's big for them to save that money, knowing that they've got a couple of big contracts to sign coming next off season.
3: I just can't get over the fact that you said that like three of the top seven point players. What what was that stat? You said that three of the top seven players. Oh, are uh,
5: Points per possession. So that's every, every time they have the ball in their hands and they put up a shot so that takes, made shots and missed shots, and then it also calculates three-point shots or if they get to the free-throw line and get fouled, if they turn it over, all of that kind of gets boiled into their points per possession. And, yeah, they've got three of the top seven in the league.
3: Triple positivity. Simply love to hear it. Thank you again for taking some time to conversate with us, Miles. Uh, I hope that turnover ratio starts taking a more positive turn in your particular hoop barn, but like you will be kicking ass and taking names until our vocal paths cross once again. Be well, my friend.
5: Thanks so much. Great to talk to you guys as always.
3: Absolutely. That was Miles Ehrlich. Yes, I did get it. That was the right pronunciation, right? Yes, Ehrlich, thanks. we got it uh, from when Saturday co- covers the New York Liberty and that WNBA at large, and is just mostly our, our kind of go-to person kind of guide us through the WNBA season, and it's been a great one so far, especially for us, and uh, takes a little bit more of an expanded view as well. Uh, always great to catch up with Miles one more segment to go before the Memorial Day weekend abyss. Uh-oh. Time to look back at it.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
6: Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm so fresh, man. Man, y'all scared to do it how I do it.
0: <laughs> Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers exclusively on 1140 The Bet.
3: Sorry, I'm vibing. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. It's 23, baby. <laughs>
1: Lindsay's over there doing the shoulder lean. Oh,
3: lead. <laughs> hell yeah. Shoulder lean. Who sang that song? Young Dro, the legend himself. Look at himself. you. Look at this. It's like you guys are competing. It's great. Yeah. Young
4: Competition legend.
3: breeds competence, gentlemen.
4: I'm getting wiped, though. It's like we're the warriors right now. Hey, at
3: least you went out and got your own phone charger during the break. Yeah, you that's did something today. actually unreal. You did something. Today. I did. <laughs> look at us guys. We're really just the modern day warriors. We're the big three, basically. Basically, that's what they call us. And uh, it's been a busy week. It's been a tough week. It's been um, it's been a lot. But we didn't get to everything. There's no way. There's it's not enough time. Big. And so it is too thick. Too thick with two C's. And so when things are too thick, we gotta look back at it. Let's
1: do it. It's always time for a cheap plug. Uh, reminder: <laughs> tomorrow, the NBA Playoff Preview Show will feature from ESPN and shows like Around the Horn. Justin Tinsley joining Adrian Hernandez. Programming what? note, it starts at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. But don't oh. worry if you Darned, don't want to wake, don't wake up. to
7: listen to it. You'll be working. Yeah, I'll be
4: at work. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, get that Odyssey that app. Let's work, go. Work, I work,
3: already work, have work, it, work, actually. Work. <laughs> I got to work. What?
1: And the, uh, the best part, too, it'll be available for your listening pleasure on that uh, Odyssey app as a podcast as well.
3: What if I like uh, pain, though?
1: You you like pain? I'm
3: just saying. What if people like pain instead of pleasure? Does that can you also go to that episode at six am to get that? hundred percent. Okay.
1: W- whatever, whatever you want it, we're gonna give it to you. Oh. Um, and speaking, <laughs> <All> and speaking, <laughs> speaking of the NBA, uh, James Worthy, this man is upset that the Lakers did not make the playoffs. Um, he commented on the state of in, of news. the NBA um, by simply saying this: All they do is practice threes, get tattoos, and tweet.
3: I mean, what else is there? <laughs> What else is there to life but buckets, needs, and what was the other one? Sleep
1: and tattoos.
3: Ta- well, no, that was the needs.
1: Oh, and the, Leads tweet, to the tweets. Tweets. The tweets.
3: Oh, the tweets.
1: Ball is life, bro. What's, what's wrong with you, James? Chill out. <laughs> Everyone on the cast of Showtime just wallowing and upset at the world.
3: Seriously. though, uh, <laughs> I thought California was a happy place. All right.
1: Um, and this next story might completely confuse Dominic. Uh, but on Wednesday, <laughs> the last freestanding public payphone was removed from New York City. Aww. The removal was broadcast on CBS News. <laughs> In the age of handheld smartphones and the demise of payphones was kind of inevitable. Lindsay, yeah. truly the end of an era.
3: Yeah, seriously. I mean, I had one of those early Nokia phones that were basically indestructible, like via nuclear war. I, I lost it, I remember, for like a two month period. And then I, when I found it, it still had three quarters of a charge. Like, we just don't make them like that <laughs> they no don't. more. They really don't. But like, pay phones are just, I can't get your change more change in there we run out of minutes what if my friends ha- has to go through her breakup and we haven't gotten all the details like what if i don't have a nickel that we're talking about asking people for other things like do you have some money that i could spend on this phone call that you're waiting for me to finish no thank you and
1: shout out to my uncle john that's how i used to get his gambling done in terms of sports betting are you the bookie to the book <laughs> you're gonna need to talk to uncle john I just knew that's what Uncle he did. Uncle John. Uncle John Rivera. And they talked to him and I want to give credit to the White Sox too before we get Why? out of here. Um they and this is shocking. I don't know Ugh. what's going on today. I'm giving props to all these teams that are rivals. You hate... <laughs> but Are you
3: okay? I am Blink okay. Like twice if you're if you're in your own body.
1: I am in my own body. I don't know if and the like White a Sox It's
3: like Friday situation or something.
1: <laughs> the White Sox on the right. You're the one who low hand
3: my Jamie Lee. I just got to say it.
1: I love Jamie Lee. Curtis. We've talked about her. TV, yeah. Tom's like, what's going on?
3: No idea. <laughs> the White
1: Sox <laughs> so have announced <laughs> a new billboard campaign uh, centered on Tim Anderson. Uh, and in some of these billboards, it says change the game with him. And then also, the game needs more Tim Anderson. So mm. salute to them. And from that great story, we go back into this sick world where people are making Winnie the Pooh horror movies. Bambi's coming up next. And now they're messing with Scooby Doo. HBO Max has ordered a ten-episode series focused on the origin of Velma. But unlike oh previous Scooby Doo series, it's so
3: messed up, and you know it.
1: It's, uh, it leans into the hard mature she content. is the
3: most like abused person in that whole friend group, and she never leaves, even though they treat her like crap. You know that she comes from a broken place.
1: You'll see animated nudity, and you'll see grizzly. You'll see grizzly murder. Like this is gonna be oh an adult. My God. In the trailer, they cut somebody's head off. Who's I mean, first to
3: die in the group?
1: Uh, it's only Daphne it, probably. Velma's going to be the only one though. It's, it's like her story before she joined the mystery group, and they're going to oh the my high God. school. Did they give
3: her the Disney treatment where they kill her whole family? Oh, we're gonna have to probably. see. We're gonna have to. see. I wonder see. if she starts in orange if that's like a a, a conscious choice once her life is completely destroyed.
1: Wow, that's super deep. Thank you. It's time to do a conspiracy theory. Yes. Lindsay with the Warriors making the NBA Finals, someone brought up. Your favorite team. The Warriors won a title in 2015. Kendrick Lamar released to Pimp a Uh. Butterfly. The Warriors won in 2017. Kendrick Lamar dropped Damn. 2018, Warriors (sighs) won. Kendrick Lamar dropped the Black Panther album. And now 2022, Kendrick's new album just came out. Does this mean that the Warriors are going to win again?
3: As long as it's an odd year in San Francisco.
1: That's true. Oh, yeah. For the
3: evens, even years, that's the Giants.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, with them, they're they're splitting it because 2015, 2017.
3: I like the energy that's coming out of San Francisco right now. I really do. I mean, probably not like enough to visit and pay like $9 for a bottle of water. But like between (laughs) the Steve Kerr presser and we talked about Giants manager guy, like it's a vibe. It's a vibe. And they haven't traded the Lort yet. Maybe it's the the Lort's light. The influence knows no bounds.
1: hundred percent. In our final story, Britney Spears has made one thing very clear. She loves being back in Vegas, but although she's having a new concert residency, she has no plans to make Sin City her temporary home. TMZ with the breaking news about an hour ago. Where's Adele, though? What's up with her shows? She yeah. took all of our money.
3: Well, her show, yeah, her show wasn't up to like her standard. I know Katy Perry's playing three shows this weekend.
1: Yeah, shout out to her, but she Do took all of our money. She bought a mansion. I feel
3: like I'm living in a t- n- dream. What's your favorite Katy Perry song?
1: Um, The one with Juicy J.
3: So. The one with Juicy. E- not E.T., that's Kanye.
1: Oh, no, E.T. E.T. goes hard.
3: What's the one? I can, I can hear it in my head. <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's E.T. God, she has so many bangers. She does. I miss her. I'm glad she's playing here. I'm glad that everybody stuck through uh, another edition of the Playmakers. Thank you to Dominic. Thank you to Adrian. Thank you for Mark for being in our presence for this <laughs> final segment. Uh, be well to each other, but mostly to yourselves. Use your blinkers because people are dying out there, especially on a Memorial Day, holiday weekend. i uh, will be back in I don't know how many hours because it's more than 22. Hopefully, I'll learn some math. All right. Be well. Stay safe. And uh, All right. Bye, friends.